Stage fright. I haven't started yet, mate. Episode 317 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. And I've got nothing. And this is uh, Stephen Fennick from techguy.com.au. And with me is Trevor Long from EFTM.com. G'day, mate. And what we just realised is why I do the intros. <laughs> Well, also, we're gonna, you know what? We're going we're gonna to need to change the intro, the recorded intro. Why is that? It says your tech life. Your tech life, yeah. And I understand you've wound that up. I've brushed that right. Wound up. Gone. Right. It's done. So it's. This is my is only it, tech podcast, good. mate. Are you? I'm exclusive well, to you now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Would that mean we're engaged or something? Or what does that mean? Because <laughs> I don't mate, see no ring, mate. I, no haven't, ring. I haven't opened the envelope yet, so I can't <laughs> confirm. <laughs> Okay, that's good. Good news. So it's going to be your your other podcast, which is now going to be EFTM. Yeah, is going to be all about the cars and the and lifestyle and a bit of technology in there too, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, there'll yeah. be a bit of tech in there, but so just be like gibberish. Five basically. blokes talking tech and lifestyle and nah, cars. Be three blokes talking gibberish. <laughs> so I did notice it's going to be the explicit. Should we? Yeah. Should we maybe go explicit next? next no, because that'll leave Jackson nothing to t- <laughs> yeah. nothing to listen to. I told Jacko in the car today, and he goes, yeah. "Oh, what?" And I said, "You can't listen, mate." He goes, "Why?" This is great. How was, old is he though? How old is he a, now? He's, a, he's, he's 10, turning eleven. Turning eleven. Okay. Yeah, I said because it's going to be a bit sweary. He goes, two blokes talking tech is sweary." <laughs> oh, that's nothing compared to what he's going to hear. That's exactly what I said. But mate, he'd he'd hear worse in the playground, wouldn't he? Like, oh, mate, have you met his mother? You haven't had a conversation with her, obviously, because, yeah, right. mate, playground doesn't matter. We're the example, mate. I've got to set the example. Okay. So and I'm, sworn, I'm a bad example. you sworn in front of your child? Oh, heaps of times, but the grief I get is unbelievable. So you're in the car and you someone cuts you off and you say, you effing so-and-so, and then yeah. Jackson's going, oh, mummy, daddy called someone an effing so-and-so. So we were, when I was doing the switch to Telstra for the, to test the Apple yeah. eSIM, yeah. I went to the, under the advice of Telstra Corporate Affairs, I went to the Hornsby Telstra store. Yeah. I had Harry in a trolley because I think he was injured. Uh, the kid's injured. with me. <clears throat> yeah, I was windy. Great parenting. Well, anyway, anyway, so, no, nah, he was injured, so rather than walk, mate, I said sit in the trolley. Okay. So we've gone into uh, the Telstra store and I've said, listen, I need to uh, sign up, casual plan, because yep. I'm not sticking with you. Yeah. Um, I just need to test. Blah, blah, blah. I need to, need to sign up. Goes away, comes back. And I've got an account. I've got some credit from my old Big Pond account. Yep. I said, I'm just going to sign up that. Anyway, back and forward, back and forward, comes back and it's, uh, you know, this much, 12 months. I said, no, no, I don't want a 12-month plan. I just want a casual plan. Bloke comes and goes, mate, sorry, sir, we don't do um, casual plans in store. And I said, well, this is ridiculous, right? (laughs) Anyway, so we go go home, we do everything. Anyway, so then um, (laughs) we're at home. Go to another store. And Amanda, yeah, we got it all sorted somewhere else. yeah. Amanda said to the kids, what would you do today? And the kids told the story and one of them said, and Dad said it was effing ridiculous. Oh. What, he said it just repeated the no, word? No, no, they, they're, they're much smarter than that. They've never said the word. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, that was a good start of the show. Yeah, um, this right. is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Hisense. And Stephen Fennick is back in the country. Do you know what I'm sick of? People saying that. Like, Where oh, good to see you back in the country. Yeah. I've been back in the country for a few weeks now, but we do travel weeks. a lot. So yeah. it's good to have you back, mate. Well, let's Absolutely. talk tech. For two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For latest news and information about technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always provide... The best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Uh, Stephen, I can't help but open the show with a political, topical conversation. Yeah. Today, 
Malcolm Turnbull at COAG, the meeting of all the states, um, announced a, a new uh, initiative which would see all of the states share driver's licence photo ID data mm-hmm. with each other and the federal government. So there's going to be one database established of all photo IDs and um, this will be used for counter-terrorism measures and law enforcement. Yep. Now, I'm, to be honest, not really across the story. It just came up on my radar because yeah. a couple of journos started abusing the hell out of Sonia Kruger for yes. saying that she supported it on that national she's got TV. she nothing to hide and go for it. Correct. Yeah. So let's uh, call a spade a spade. Ben Grubb, who uh, was a Fairfax journo for many years, went to yep. PR and is now back as a freelance journo, wrote an opinion piece for the Sydney Morning Herald in which he basically bagged Sonia Kruger for having this opinion and mm. said that it was an outrage and this whole data um, um, sharing thing was a, just going to be a nightmare. And the example he used was... Uh, Queensland public transport system, there's examples apparently of police utilising, you know, to kind of tap-on, tap-off data to determine who was where at certain times and track down witnesses to crimes and ask them to give statements about what they saw. Yep. Not suspects, witnesses. Yep. And this was a disgrace. It was wit- it was harassment. So he saw that people as an infringement on people's privacy and... Correct. And, right. People shouldn't be forced to testify before courts. People shouldn't be harassed yep. by the police. Police harassment is a real thing. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And he said safeguards need to be put in place. Now, I had a massive amount of conversations on Twitter today and 140 characters is never enough. I saw I saw the, the tweet that actually I think that, that then triggered this conversation. Yeah, I have a and lot of triggers. He basically said that, uh, well, the terrorists have won if this goes through. Yeah. So if we have to give up our – if we use our facial ID, our photo ID – so and that was the the, the the lit the fuse then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, because Trev has a short fuse. Um, <laughs> and I'll get a bit sweary here, but basically the whole argument's bullshit, right? Yeah. And then he posted a video of two minutes long, which which gave no more information that was already in his op-ed. Mm-hmm. Um, the information he doesn't give is what safeguards should be in place and any other examples other than a couple of cases of the police in Queensland doing this. Now, mm-hmm. let me address the, the witness thing first. Okay, so they've got facial recognition. Uh, and they've got CCTV cameras at my local railway station. I walk off, I tap off, That maybe that proves I'm there, but maybe the facial recognition is quicker to recognise that I was there and a bloke was stabbed right next to me. Police come knocking on my not, door. Not at that moment, but... No, right in, next in, to me and I was there. It happened while right, I was... So you were walking This didn't us. really happen, mate. I'm making okay, an example. Okay, right, right. I'm thinking... <laughs> Stephen's just, freaking out. Tell me about this. No, yeah. this didn't happen. I'm making an example. Okay. So police knock on my door two days later and say, uh, Mr. Long, yes, that's me. Can we ever talk to you? Yeah, sure. Is, am I in trouble? No, no, no. We're, we're trying to find uh, uh, the bloke that did this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, we, and you were there when it happened. Oh, what are you talking about? Yeah. At, at the station, train station the other mm-hmm. day. Oh, God, I was there. Um, can you give us a statement about it? This is harassment, apparently. Mm. I witnessed a crime. Now, mm. for a start, I should have bloody reported it because it was a stabbing, but let's say it was something more petty. I mean, the fact is police are trying to do their job. Mm-hmm. Police can knock on your door right now if they see you drive away course, from something. That's their can. job, right? Yeah. Now, if you think that that's an invasion of your privacy, I get that, totally. But it's a balance between giving law enforcement the tool they need to track someone down mm-hmm. uh, and and just having people roaming, roaming free, having committed well, I crimes. Can't, I can't see the difference. Like, we're, we're all on – I think we're, we're on CCTV cameras – like ninety percent of the day, when you're walking around in public, the difference is there's no computer recognizing. To say, you. oh, that's Trevor Long, that's Stephen Fennick. Yeah, I right now, there's a fat bloke sitting there behind a security desk, going, "Oh, there's Trevor Long," but he only knows you if he knows your face. If yeah. if there's a guy at ANZ Stadium looking at people walking to the grand final, yeah. the likelihood of him recognizing a terrorist or a criminal or a bloke who sets off flares is very low. 
Mm. Right? He's looking for weird behaviour, not individual people. Mm -hmm. So why not give the stadium the ability to say, alert, someone on the terror watch list just walked in. in, Or frankly, there's a thousand police there. Why not give those police the ability to say, do you know what, blokes just walked in who's wanted... Mm. And we haven't we haven't been able to track him down. Yeah. Why not let the police go and nab no, the bloke? I, I totally agree with you. I think that we live well, in. This a, is going to be boring, then, well, isn't no, it? Well, no, no, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just want to say we we live in a time where there's this danger lurking. Like we've seen terrorist acts across the world. We've seen a, sh- a shooting in Las Vegas, and I think that the the entitlement to privacy is 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 one thing and it doesn't really impinge on your privacy if you've done nothing wrong. If you if you if if you're just minding your own business, then I don't think it's a really really in, an intrusion on your privacy. But I mean, there's if, no doubt it is an intrusion on your privacy because your photo does exist somewhere, but yeah, Jesus but, Christ, do you really it, it think already though? It exists in the in the databases already. They know my picture and my name. In many places they've got and, that. And that's the point. They've already got the information. Yeah. All we're trying to do here is make it easier for them, A, for the feds to be able to find it, and B, for it to be automated. Now, it's not going to happen tomorrow. It'll take years before they develop systems that do it. But if Joe Bloggs walks through an airport, you want to be able to know he's there. Now, forget terrorism, right? Let's let's park terrorism because it's actually well, – while it's It would be what, a solid <laughs> weapon against it, though. I, I understand, but let just let's take the – I guess, the extremity out of the argument, right? Mm. So let's park terrorism and let's all par- also park the idiots who suggested that a $50 parking fine could be tracked down by facial recognition. That's just stupid, okay? Yeah. Also, pay your fine, you idiot. So <laughs> let's go with a middle ground and just say, as, as I said, there's a bloke who's got several warrants out on him for arrest or for mm-hmm. you know questioning or whatever. Um, it might not be for unpaid fines. It might be because of a, another crime that he committed. And the police can't find him because he's not at his address. He's staying somewhere else. He's mm-hmm. not driving his car. He's done well to avoid him. But, mate, if he rocks up to the grand final, if he walks Absolutely. through Central Station, set off the bloody alarm bells and send in the popo, get yeah. the bloke. Well, it's it's like you, you think about the the technology of today. 30 years ago, they wouldn't be able to trace you on your mobile phone driving through all these cell towers to a certain location. Today, they can. Now, today, with facial recognition, they, they can recognise you if you've turned up the grand final. They can recognise you if you've got warrants out on for your arrest. They recognise you if you're on a terrorist watch list. So... In, look, the the whole I, – I like the motives behind this. The motives behind this is ultimately our safety and the safety of everyone else. So if if this, if this that result of that safety is uh, if they're knowing my name and my photo, then I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. And if anyone really believes that they're – not only can they recognise your face, but they're going to store your, tra- your tracked location data forever, there's just not enough storage space on the planet – to allow them to track every human being in their location over time. They're only tracking people they're looking for, folks. And by the way, when you drive down the highway and the police car's sitting on the side of the road, he's not checking your speed. Couldn't give a rat's how fast you're going. He's checking your number plate automatically. Mm-hmm. Copper's just sitting there with a coffee and a donut in his hand and waiting for the, the computer to go bing, 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 yeah. white Toyota Corolla number plate, it's no rego, and that person's got yeah. outstanding warrant. <laughs> and they, they they turn on the lights and sirens, they go pick, it, pick yeah. you up. It's exactly the same tracking, well, exactly. but not of a person, of an object. Absolutely right. Well, if, if that that's already happening with, with your car, whatever you've registered that can be tracked to you is already happening. The only difference is that it's your face that can be tracked back to you. And if this stuff upsets you so much, 
you're going to have to move to a deserted island somewhere and get off the internet as well. Yeah. Facebook, Google, Twitter know more about you than the government ever will. And someone said to me tonight, and, and a respected listener of mine said, um, yes, but they've got more, it's in their interest to protect that data. Um, governments could be breached. Well, hang on a minute. Name one time government data was breached. All of our photos are currently with the New yeah. South Wales uh, Registrations yeah. Department, right? Yeah. Same in Victoria. When Rose were they America. breached last? Yeah. Yeah. When were they breached? Never. The census was a debacle, but no da- data was lost. No. The one example that is given by journalists like Ben Grubb, and I respect them for saying this, is the Australian Federal Police had a press conference earlier this year or late last year where they said that one of their staff had breached the data retention laws by accessing the metadata of a journalist without correct approvals. <clears throat> that is not to say that they would not have gotten those approvals. They simply didn't go didn't through the right process. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what happened? Within the management system of the AFP, they went, oh, how did you get that information? He goes, oh, I got to access his metadata. And they went, where's the approval? And he didn't, I didn't get it. And they went, oh, crap, you idiot. And they had a press conference and said, we're idiots. Yeah. This bloke's a yeah. goose and it won't happen again. It's not like a journo, journo found it out and it was hidden. Jesus, yeah. the, this was the most upfront they could be. Yeah. And the, the one thing I'd say is with regards to the safeguards, which Ben, which ben Grubb has not outlined, mm. here's the safeguard, a sunset clause. Grant them this access for three, four years and ask them to reapply for it in four years so that if they do stuff it up in between, mm. they never get the access again. So it's not just a blanket approval. They've got, to, they've got to run it properly to be given granted access to it again. Correct. Every four years, you've got to ask again. That makes sense. It makes sense, but look. Two blokes I mean, making sense, folks. Yeah, no, it's, and I agree with you. I think that they're, look, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to give up to, to, to allow that access Correct. if it's going to result in safer safer community like I'll, uh, I'll ask you this question yep. the, the the families of the people in the lint cafe yep. do you think they would have loved to, for there to have been a facial recognition system when when man monus walked out of Wynyard station heading up to the, here's a guy who could have could have been you know was on parole was a, a person of interest yep or another example would have been uh, name any terrorist attack, a bombing, whatever so, there is. So and then, there's victims where their families, family members have been killed in a terrorist attack. Okay. You, you think that, that that family would mind if there was some facial recognition that may have prevented that? Here's why terrorism is the wrong reason to introduce this. Um, I'm not sure Man Monis was on a watch list that would have made that happen. Yeah. The, the dude that killed 58 people in Las Vegas was just straight down the line, wasn't on any watch list, right? Yeah. But let me give you a better example, and it's awful. There's a pedophile um, who police know him, like mm-hmm. he's a known pedophile. Yeah. And there are, in my suburb, there are reports of a bloke driving a grey car, pulling over and asking kids to get in. They're all being good and not getting in, yeah. but he drives away. The car, he changes cars every day, mm. but he's the same bloke. But he can't and change it, his face, can and, he? And if he walks past a train station, if like we want the cops to be able to go, okay, I want to, I want all known pedophiles. I want boom, instant yeah. facial recognition in that area. Mm-hmm. If that tracks that bloke down, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. And 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 I accept, and we've both admitted that it is it is a a relaxation of our privacy. I get that. I get that we're letting something else out, but I don't see the 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 balance weighting against law enforcement on this yeah. one. It's simply – it's people who don't trust the government. It's people who don't trust the government and don't trust law enforcement. And, and Honestly – What have they got to hide? I've got nothing to hide. Like I just And that excuse is, is, is hammered down by people to say that is a stupid thing to say. 
It's not. Mm. It's just not. If I've got, mate, I have sped in my life. I have texted and drived in my life. Mm-hmm. I have never drunk driven. Oh, there's a bunch of things I've done wrong and things that I haven't done wrong. Um, if this is used, um, and I had this conversation with a friend tonight, like what's the worst thing that you could be doing that you don't want people to know? Um, <laughs> walking, and that's not illegal, right? Yeah. So we're not talking about illegal things. What's uh, you know, walking out of a sex club or walking out of you know a, a play? Uh, that's, that's not illegal. He, no, exactly. Okay, yeah. here's another one. Um, you're, embarrassing, you're, but it's not you're, illegal. You're you're a major star of a certain network, and you're seen leaving another network. Mate, yeah. the police aren't using facial recognition to do that, no, and they would never. I mean, if that got out, it would be to the damnation of the company that releases it, let alone the person. It's just no, stupid. That, that's. I think the invasion of privacy would come from the coverage of that. <clears throat> would that would be the, 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 the and that's the absolutely the and, and thinking, well, that like, would be the invasion of privacy, reporting? and the person who leaked it would be absolutely locked up. Yeah. So honestly, folks, isn't it just about time that we just trusted the government a little bit and I think they're a bunch of fools right but it's ironic that in the same well not ironic but it's is is it a coincidence that in the same discussions in this news cycle this week where they're talking about having the powers to hold people under terrorist suspicion for up to 14 days without charge mm. so this is in the same news cycle that we're talking about facial recognition and that was also mentioned so you said that yeah it could be a way to combat terrorism, but that's not sort of the be all and end all of it. But if it gives us, if it gives the the good guys a slight advantage, then go for it. If, you know if we can prevent something happening, then I think it's worth it. If we can prevent things from happening and solve more crimes, I'm all for it. And and I think my my final takeaway discourage other criminals to do it. My final takeaway is even if you don't trust the government, any chance of you just putting some faith in the law enforcement of this country, just yeah. trust them. Christ, yeah. they're doing a good job. They're literally yeah. serving for us. Absolutely right. And and the 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 ultimate goal, the the goal of all of this is our safety. Simple as that. Two blokes talking sense, ladies and gentlemen. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Google have announced their new smartphone uh, early today. The I call it the sequel, the Pixel Two. <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> the Pixel. We got the Pixel Two. And it's a slight redesign from the original. Oh, I like the design. Yeah, well, I think it, it's a really nice, sleek-looking design. But good. the photos that they published, the press shots, are all just a bit um, artificial. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not real lifestyle photos. So I think it's going to be a very different look in the hand. It's the same thing that what Apple does on their website when they release a new phone. It's all pretty glitzy and glamorous. But uh, I, I think – and just looking at it, it's following the same trend as – the S8, the Note 8, the G6, G6, V30, no home button, although the original one never had a physical home button, but now it's gone uh, almost completely taken up. The front front surface is, is a display. The, the, X, the X, the Pixel is 5-inch. The Pixel XL, Pixel 2 XL is 6-inch. But the Pixel 2, sorry, the Pixel 2 XL is the 18 by 9 aspect ratio. Whereas the the Pixel Two is the sixteen by nine, so the the XL is slightly taller and narrower than the than the five inch, and available in a variety of colours. But and we're going to talk about this a bit later. Again, uh, camera quality is top of the chart according to DxO Mark. We're going to discuss that a little bit later. But they've all like the thing with the camera, and this is mind blowing. They've put portrait mode 
in a single front-facing camera. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand how. I don't even understand how it's possible, but I've seen a few selfies from it. From it, yeah. And it looks friggin' amazing. Yeah. But the, there's portrait mode now. In, isn't there portrait mode in the front-facing iPhone 10? Yes, but that's because it's got the 3D scanning Face stuff. ID. Yeah, yeah, sure. How the hell is this doing it? Yeah, exactly right. Now, but, and the other thing they're going to introduce, and, and it leads me to believe, and I don't know this for sure, I'm pretty sure HTC made this phone. Yeah. And it's well, got they now the, own them. It's got the edge sense now. The uh, Yes, it's the, got squeeze. The, the squeeze, squeeze for Google yeah. Assist. I, uh, I, I, it's a U11 with a better camera. I texted uh, our friend at HTC. I said, oh, I'm not allowed to comment about that. So I thought that that must be a yes then that, uh, that they made the thing. But uh, performance-wise, everything you'd expect. Again, no. Uh, while you're away, Google, uh, Google and HTC announced a multi-billion dollar yeah, and I saw that. partnership, I saw it. which is yeah. basically them which buying out the mobile division. <laughs> they bought them out. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> but I noticed too that it is uh, same memory capacities as the, as the new iPhone, 64, 128. Yep. Although no, sixty-four two fifty-six is uh, is iPhone. No, in no uh, micro SD card slot. They want you to go to the cloud. Yeah. And the price, very co- hang on a very courageous courageously decision. they left off the headphone jack. Yes, which is don't see any Android Apple, people Apple, talking yeah. about that that way. Apple have uh, did that with the seven and now also with the eight. But the price, have you seen the price? I think they the, are arrogant AF. The the Pixel two I think is identical price as the the iPhone eight. But let's talk about the Pixel 2 XL is actually more expensive than the iPhone 8 Plus. It's more expensive than a Samsung. Who the hell do they yeah, think they it are? Is. It's the most expensive phone. It's it's the same. The 128 gig Pixel 2 XL is the same price as the Note 8 at 15 I think It's, no, it's $30 notes. cheaper it's than more, the iPhone no, 10. Sorry, I'll say that again. It's more expensive than the Note 8. Note 8's $14.99. Yeah, and $30 it's, cheaper than an iPhone 10 that's coming out. Yeah. So, I mean, who the hell do they think they are? I don't know. I think that's, I don't know how successful the original Pixel was. I know not it was very, very successful. Po- it was popular with with your Android purists. It was popular with nerds, but it yeah. didn't sell. Well, I, I don't know. And why. I can tell you, it didn't sell. Okay. Well, they've, if with this approach, I don't know whether whether that's uh, much. They're using a lot of common sense there. I think they've possibly priced themselves out of the market. The problem is it did sell probably overseas. There's probably some markets like the US where it did well. Yeah. Because, you see, America's not a hard market to sell a million phones. But the timing of this is, is pretty awkward because it's it's jammed right between the 8 and the 10. Yeah. iPhone 8, iPhone 10. And the Note, 8 is, and the the Note 8 just come out and it's getting massive wraps. Note 8 is killing it. And S8 still bubbling along and S8 Plus is still bubbling along very well. As is the V30, all these other devices from LV30 from LG. So there's a lot of competition for in this price point, and I think dollar for dollar, like for like, I, I see that the the Pixel I think is struggling a little bit here. I mean, I I mean, I believe the camera, and we'll talk about the camera in a minute, is exceptional. I think that's great, but I don't think it's enough to sell it because it's it's only it's it's better, but it's only so much better than the others. And if spending that money, I just I just think they're struggling with arrogance. Now, outside of the phone, Matt, they announced three other things. Mm. Uh, Google Mini Home Mini. Who cares? It's an eighty dollars Google Home. It's it's just for people that really love Google Home. Um, it's yeah. just a it's simple way to use it, right? Seventy nine ninety five or eighty bucks, yeah. right? Yeah. They announced uh, a VR headset. Who cares? Like it's a different colors. The daydream. Honestly. Yeah, daydream. it's just a second yeah. version. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> what they announced though was some headphones. <clears throat> now these headphones, these buds, are um, in ear headphones that are wireless, so Bluetooth, but they are still wired ear to ear. Yep. So they're not AirPods in that sense. They have the five-hour battery life of the AirPods. They have a little charging case that, that like the AirPods. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, you know, the basic functions, which now AirPods have under iOS 11. But, mate, 
If this works as they suggest it works, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And there was a viral video about a company, a startup doing this a year ago. It translates, mate, in real time. So if I'm sitting here speaking Spanish, you hear me in English. <laughs> I mean, just, if that's possible, I'm looking if at that's the, uh, the genuinely the, the annoying, stupid press release that's not a press release. to know about Google, Google Pixel Buds. Oh, we know, wait, what are they, BuzzFeed now? I don't know. Yeah, they, they must love But you know why? Because I think um, the Google algorithm likes uh, point form. You know, the, did you know that? In your stories, point form and headings. That, that's so uh, they're just Welcome to Buzzfeed. They're, they're checking their own. They're they're checking in with their own SEO here. Yeah. But uh, it's right. the, the top translation. Ten, top ten is wireless, powerful sound, intuitive one touch control. Skip it all and go to translation. Access your Google Assistant. Um, there you go, number five. Real time translation with Google Translate. Pixel phone owners will enjoy a real time translation experience with the Pixel Buds and Google Translate. Your earphones hear you. And your Pixel speaker will play the translation in another language. When the other person speaks, you'll hear the translation right in your ear. Are you, all, I mean, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. That's pretty cool. That's if that cool. works as described, mate, and, mate, I'm, I'm rocking into SPS for the first the time in 18 months. Mate, I'm telling you. Don't <laughs> you reckon? buried the lead. Number five, that should be point number one. hundred <laughs> percent. That's cool. If that's in order, they've got no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Now, they're 250 bucks, right? It's a good price for a set of headphones. Pretty good, two forty nine. Well, sort of, they're in the same ballpark as the as the AirPods and they're similar, in the same similar. ballpark as basically wireless headphones. So that's yeah. good. They look pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Three colours. Yeah, they will match. They will match the new Pixel, Pixel. Two. So that's pretty smart. And they don't they come are. with the Pixel Two. No, they don't. No, that would have made that price acceptable. The Pixel Two, by the way. Uh, you mean as a package? Yes. That would have would have added some value. Aren't they going to package? I thought they were going to package the mini, the Google Home Mini. Oh, who gives a rat? <laughs> well, two four nine, not a bad, not a bad, and they'll work, of course, with other devices, not just with the Google Phone. Well, they have to be an Android. Oh no, phone. no, yeah, they'll work. It'll I don't know if the translate will work with anything but the Pixel. Yeah, but it's Bluetooth will work. If you save, I doubt whether an iPhone user would buy this, but it would still pair Bluetooth, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You'd expect, but the translate won't work, obviously, yeah. with Google Translate. Can you Hang get on. Google Translate on an iPhone? You can get there's an app you can use. Yeah, absolutely. Look. I think, bottom line, of all the things they announced today, that translates the lead. That's the best story That's of the day. Cool. The Pixel, pff, I think it's a beautiful phone. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. But I, and I don't but care how good people, it is. I don't know it's going to sell. But the, the, the people that were lucky enough to be at the event, and we weren't, the people who were there as it did hands-on, and the online reports I've read, all the hands-on were really positive and, and Really positive feedback about what the device. I can't imagine anyone being flown into a yeah, thing bag say. and a product, but yeah. they, they seem pretty. Uh, it, it created a lot of buzz. So the, that's uh, good buzz. Yeah, good buzz stuff, mate. Anyway, yeah, but no, no, I, I, I think bottom I, I, line, we, we could give a rats, but uh, yeah. good luck with the Google Translate. I'm, I'm keen to see it. I, I, I quite like the original Pixel. So mate, I'm telling you, I think I like the, the look of it. One. I think it looks unique. I think it looks yeah. different to most other smartphones, yeah. and that's a good thing. I've just never seen someone use like one in the public. It's an S8. Have you ever seen someone I use have, one? I have, actually, yeah. How many people? Oh, a few. Yeah. Is Especially in the US. I've, I've seen a lot okay, of Okay, mate, I'm talking US. about Australia. Yeah, no, I've seen people use it in Australia too. Yeah. I have. No, you've never seen anyone using a Pixel? Never. There you go. Should open your eyes a bit more, mate. Look, stop, look, up, in, look up at the world instead of looking at your phone all the time. Well, sorry, Dad. <laughs> but don't you think it looks like the S8? It's an S8 clone. It, Samsung will be ringing their lawyers about now, I reckon. It looks a lot like the S8 minus the Infinity display. Looks even more like the G6. Don't you think? Yes, I do. It's very similar. And I, this is my and the last thing I'll say is, 
this is why I think this screen debate is lost on Android fans because they don't realise the Apple iPhone X 10 mm. is is nothing like the S8, the G6, or the Pixel. It's a complete. It's a proper mm. top to bottom screen with the notch. Although right? I read somewhere that someone had actually did a percentage calculation. Remember how we were saying that Apple yeah. never mentioned it. That I, I and their, according to their calculation, the S8 has more screen to front ratio than the 10, than the iPhone 10. That's bullshit. But only by like a percentage, by one percent. If that's the case, they're taking into account. So what you do is you take the measurement of the sides, right? And there's a millimeter on each side yeah. of, the, of the iPhone. But they would call it a zero on the side of the Samsung. The whereas, whereas that's, that's right. crap. It's not zero. It's well, a millimeter because it, it that that very is. edge, mate. But that very edge is not useful. It's yeah. it's awful. The yeah. edge, mate. Well, I was sitting on a train that's the other day. The difference, I was sitting on a train the other day. A bloke next to me had Samsung Galaxy S7, the flat one. Yeah. Right before they got rid of it because it was yeah. six or seven where they stopped doing the flat. They have the S7 and the S7 Edge, and this year. Yeah, right. Stopped, yeah. The S7 is the best phone they've ever made. If they made an S8 without the stupid curved edges, <laughs> it would be really. Th- there'd be no other need for another smartphone on the planet. Yeah. I just think you with that the curve's stupid. You get you get used to it. It's like they're curved TVs. They're stupid. Well, I've got one upstairs, but anyway, the the you get used to. Oh, that's for a flat one. Yeah, there you have it. Yeah, I just got what I was given, mate. But that aside, the the you just if you if you're new to the device. It's like anything. You just get used to using it. There's certain things. Like, it's like you're jumping into a car you haven't driven. You just get used to the little idiosyncrasies of the vehicle. But in the case of the S8, the Note 8, you just get used to handling it properly. It just becomes the way you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just as, as you use things, you get used to handling them properly. Exactly right. Yes. I don't know what you're trying to imply there, Trevor. But <laughs> Two blokes <laughs> talking tech, episode 317. Thanks to the good people at Hisense and Netflix. See the incredible with the latest ULED TVs from Hisense. The all-new Hisense Series 7 is back with features consumers have embraced, including depth of rich colours and detailed picture quality. With Hisense ULED, Australian consumers will always have access to the very best in content and picture quality. ULED is a result of internationally patented technology to bring the best out of its remarkable LCD LED TVs. Key features include 4K UHD resolution, HDR Plus wide colour gamut and local dimming for a viewing experience that will blow your mind. The stylish ULED Series 7 opens Netflix up to 4K HDR. You can also view Stan, Freeview and along with your YouTube all built in. Using the Hisense interface, customising your TV to your viewing habits has never been easier thanks to the handy ribbon menu. The Hisense 4K ULED Series 7 TVs come in 50, 55, 65 and a massive 75 inches. See one for yourself today at the local at your local electronics retailer, Hisense. See the incredible. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So, mate, we were talking about cameras, and it wanted to, I wanted to bring you back to DxO Mark. Now, my understanding or my knowledge of DxO Mark started last year this time with the Google Pixel because they came out and said this is the best camera on the market as judged by DxO Mark, the world leader in camera testing. And I thought, that's bloody amazing. And I looked at it, and it's amazing. Um, and then I thought, well, why don't they have the iPhone? Like, why haven't they tested the iPhone? A couple of months later, they tested the iPhone 7. Hang on a minute, the iPhone 7... It was more than a few months later. Well, no, 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 it wasn't that long. Um, And I thought, why they tested the iPhone 7 Plus? It's the best camera on the market. Mm -hmm. No, nothing, never. And so then the HTC U11 came out and they tested that. that was the best in the world. That was the best in the world, yep, absolutely. 
And then I'm like, hang on a minute, this is bull. This is absolute, utter rubbish. But you, obviously you pay for them to test your products and that's how you use the thing. Is and, that how it works? Well, I was making that's this assumption, right? Yeah, right? Because it's a, for, again, I'll get to where, it's a bullshit list if it doesn't include all the phones. Yeah. So two weeks ago, I went out uh, with the iPhone 8 before my review time and I went on the Sydney Harbour and I took like photos with 10 different phones. Ten Oppo, Samsung, LG, Sony, everyone I could, right? Huawei, everything I could. And I took the same photo, same seven photos, ten times, and I published it and I went, you know what? Samsung and Apple are friggin' amazing. Mm-hmm. Their night photography is brilliant. Yeah. But the iPhone 8 Plus just pips it, right? Just just pips it in my mind. Yeah. And then I, I randomly went back to DxO Mark and I went, oh, my God, look at this. They've got the Samsung – sorry, they've got the iPhone 8s and the 7 Plus and the iPhone 8s are top of the pops, big time, right? Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I felt, eight felt or eight plus. Eight plus. Yeah. I felt vindicated and I thought, this is good. They're testing a lot of phones mm-hmm. now. A couple of days ago, I'm looking at it going, why is Samsung not there? And then, boom, the Note 8 appears. It beats the iPhone 8 plus. Really? <laughs> but the Samsung Galaxy S8's not there. What? And And now when you read, and it's very critical, you read the iPhone 8 plus versus the Note 8, the Note 8 wins overall, but the iPhone 8 plus wins on still photography. So... Mm. My test is vindicated because I only do still photography. Yeah. And now the Google Pixel 2 wins overall. What score did it have? Like 98 or something like that? Uh, yeah, there's a, High list, 90s. there's a list on their website. Okay. If you just click on mobile there, it'll, it'll come up. But, yeah, it was like 98. Yeah. And when the iPhone 8 Plus and the Note 8 are 94 each. Yeah. So you've now got, according to DxO Mark, Google Pixel 2, iPhone 8 Plus, Samsung Galaxy Note 8, Apple iPhone 8, Google Pixel, HTC U11. There's no Samsung Galaxy S8. They've got an S6 Edge. So mm. good news DxO Mark are lifting their game. Um, bad, bad news, they're still not testing every phone because I don't understand why the Galaxy S8's not there. Yeah. But it is. I've got to be honest. But you, we don't know for sure whether this is a, a, a score that you have to pay for. Oh, so, so here's you have to apply to, here's a little to a little insight into the way the world works for, for listeners. People pay for licensing. So if you see a big awards company, Canstar is, is a good example. Um, they rate things and they give you five stars. Mm. You, you don't need to just put out a press release. You have to pay them to use the logo. So if you see a, if you see an, a billboard ad and it says rated best in the world by this mob, they're paying to use the logo. They haven't paid to be rated that way. Right. Let me be very they're clear. To they haven't themselves. Correct. They haven't yeah. paid for the rating. So Google haven't paid to be told they're the best. Yeah. But they may now use the DxO mark in their marketing, which they, which they, which they pay for, right? Yeah. So I'm just saying, good news. Because if you're a photo nut, this is un- their testing is unbelievable. Like, let's yeah, be honest. I saw the criteria. It is super so comprehensive. It's, it's pretty extensive. They're talking about exposure and contrast, colour, autofocus, noise, texture. But you know what? There, there is I, – I, look, I, I agree that it's pretty easy to tell one camera is better than another. Hmm. But in some cases, the, the, it's such a subjective thing. Where totally. we'll have a look at just what, if you don't mind, I'm not asking yeah. for the clicks, but have a look at the EFTM and the yeah. the the photos that I published. I mean, again, I'm not a I'm not a genius photographer, right? But I just went okay. So I'm going to stand in. Uh, un, I stood under shade of a train station. It, it might have not even been on the homepage anymore because it was a little while ago. Um, uh, there it is. There. Sorry. Um, I stood on a train station on, in shade with bright light out there. I stood behind dark trees with a mm-hmm. bright opera house over there. I looked directly into the sun there. And then I did nighttime stuff. I did a set of flowers. I did some stupid roadworks as well. But in, in the end, like when you look at all the photos, there's, there's a clear difference between them all. But it's very like, do you like bright colors? Because the LG G6 looks amazing. Mm. And and it's not until like I've my summary was they're all bloody amazing right they're all bloody amazing cameras except when you get to night photography 
the yeah. night photography, so, you know, so un- low, light, un- yeah. uh, low light, there's a bit of difference here. But when you go down the bottom to the night photography, it is mind-blowing how different the the Apple and Samsung products are. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just it's just there is no competition. Sony's, Sony's very good, yes. But honestly, Apple just smashed it out of the park. And so you're right, it's subjective. And this goes to your point before of you've always got to make sure you look at these things on yes, a similar well, on a, just, on a, similar, uh, on a just independent device, which is why I publish them all side by side. Fantastic. No, and, and, and people look at their phones, and I think I've mentioned this before, some brands naturally flatter their photos. Like Samsung's a great example where you look on the screen, it's bright and colourful, and you're thinking, wow, that's the best photo in history. But the screen is pumped up so the colours are over-exaggerated and it, it, it flatters the photo. Same as when you go into yeah. a store to buy a TV. The TVs are in store mode, which is vivid, and it yeah. does, and they're playing Cinema a loop mode, of their yeah. content, which yeah. is specific for that. So, look, in the end, oh, I mean, that's a plug for my camera review, but I also I love the fact that DxO might go to so much detail. So if you are yeah. a camera nerd, seriously, check out what they do. It's bloody amazing. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's important to note that everything from you know Oppo through to Huawei through to others, they make like they take bloody good photos. They really do take great photos. The average smartphone in yeah. normal circumstances, well lit. lit environments, yeah. Like even the cheaper phones yeah. take acceptable photos, but it, the camera quality is getting so much better. I think a, a three hundred dollar smartphone today was a top of the line quality four years oh, ago. Go, yeah. So it, it, we are we are moving ahead pretty quickly, but the no, I, I, I do like the fact that they do go into quite a bit of detail. But again, I think it's, it is a very subjective thing because even on your story where a lot of those photos are side by side, it's, it's, it's a, oh, yeah. there's, a, there's a hair's breadth in it. Like you think, yeah. well, hang on, they, they, they look almost the same. Yeah, yeah. it's an absolute toss-up. Anyway, yeah. two blokes talking tech, love your views. Uh, jump on Twitter. Uh, if you've got great photos to share from your smartphone, share them with us on, tre- on Twitter, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Phoenix, hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. There was another announcement uh, this week, and it was from Sonos. Sonos, of course, the brand that we all know is kind of set the pace when it came to wireless speakers, multi-room speakers, and now, of course, the whole world is following in their footsteps. But uh, today they introduced the new voice-controlled Sonos One. This is uh, a reinterpretation of their Play One speaker, similar size, but they're calling this a smart speaker. So imagine... Google Home on steroids, a bit better quality sound, but with the same uh, voice voice access. Uh, they're going to have Google Assistant. Eventually, they'll have Amazon Alexa. But at the moment, you've got to wait for these. If you're an Australian customer buying a Sonos One, and they're, they're going to be available October the 24th, I think for $299 or $249, $299, October 24th, a lot of those services we won't see till next year. So if you, you if you're waiting for Google Assistant, Amazon Alexa, well we don't know a date for Amazon Alexa. Google Assistant in 2018, even Apple's AirPlay 2, which this is said to be compatible with, again won't be ready till next year either. But I think the good thing is for existing Sonos owners, that's how they roll. You know, they bring software updates that give you a new service. So I don't think Sonos owners will be unfamiliar with that process. And and the, this Play One is. This one, Sonos One, is exactly the same quality speaker yeah. as the Play One. It has literally just got different yeah. hardware in it to allow all these extra services. But 
I mean, look, good on. I love the fact that they continually update, and, and you know what? They've they've announced they're updating the app as well, which is frankly been yeah, rubbish that, that, for a while. That, that's already it's, been updated. It's needed today. Yeah, it's needed an update yeah. for a very long time, and it's it's well overdue. So that's good. And mate, I think the challenge is, and we had this debate on Twitter today because Jeff Quattromani's over in, in at the event, and mm. you know he's obviously in the in the in the in the zone with Sonos. And someone said, I think said to us, um, well, would you would you wait? Yeah. And I said. Wait. I didn't say wait and buy the HomePod. I said wait yeah. because we need to know absolute pricing and you need to hear it. Now, Quattro has not heard the HomePod. Yeah. We have. We have. It's brilliant. It's bloody amazing. But it's not going to be, it's not going to be cheap. So that's your balance. Yeah. You say, what am I going to do? Am I balancing? It's twice as much as this, I'd say. At least. Yeah. So I think it is still a wait and see because HomePod yeah. is going to be a little bit of a game changer in terms of actually not the personal assistant market, in terms of the mm. home speaker market. Yeah, but I think with Sonos though – there are so many people already invested in the brand. The response I got on Twitter and all my, all the stuff that I posted about this today was, "Oh, this will this will go well with this system." Because you've got to remember, it. that's right. You can add the the Sonos one to your existing exactly system, right. and it yeah. adds the uh, the Google Assistant basically to the Later whole thing on. because yeah, yeah. you can say, um, "Hey Google, play um, Farnham on the lounge room soundbar," and 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 Sonos will understand It'll that. Do it. Yeah, no. So there were there were a lot of Sonos. People are already in the Sonos ecosystem. That's why part of that conversation was about should I wait for the HomePod or should I wait for the should I get the Sonos? Some people were chiming in saying, "Well, Sonos, I mean, they're already in their ecosystem, so it's a no-brainer. They're going to get this speaker." So that's the power of the Sonos brand. I think is that there's a lot of loyal customers that want to build up their systems. They're, 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 that's the beauty of it. They can add a speaker here, add a speaker in another room, and it's all still part of this wonderful ecosystem they've got in their home. Yeah. yeah. So Great I think, stuff. Uh, it'll be popular, this one. You can see the uh, details at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Well, you already know Arlo by Neku. We've been talking about him for a while. The worldwide leader in smart home security and the creator of the world's first 100% wire-free weatherproof HD security camera. Now get to know the new Arlo Pro with even more features, including two-way audio that allows you to talk to your kids, pets, or whoever's at the front door right from your smartphone. Arlo Pro has quick charge, rechargeable batteries, night vision, and live on-demand streaming. And yes, it is still 100% wire-free and weatherproof. So you can easily monitor your property inside and out. Takes just a couple of minutes to set up. So you can check in on your home or business from anywhere using the free app on your phone, tablet, or computer. And you can know what's happening in real time with advanced motion detection detection and never miss a moment with free cloud recordings for seven days and if you capture a courier driver who throws your parcels <laughs> at the front door you've got it in a heartbeat um, visit arlo.com slash au for more info arlo and the new arlo pro by netgear every angle covered Uh, Stephen, um, I'm going to Bathurst tomorrow, and I'm, I'm out of my skin. Wow, big, su- big surprise! I'm going for the whole weekend. That's It'd the be big like surprise. Me saying I'm going to a Star Wars convention, wouldn't yeah, it? But see, I normally just go for the Saturday and you know, watch qualifying, come home. Mm-hmm. But I'm going for the whole weekend. I'm, I'm right? all in. Yeah. So what? You must have done earned some pretty some pretty good branding points over the school holidays, mate. No, I just get a leave pass for the I weekend. I just made it very clear to Amanda that I'm going with the good people from Vodafone and they're, they're good supporters oh, of, right? of what, okay. what I do. So but, uh, yeah, okay. So well, she gets the weekend off from you as well. So mate, I she loves it when I'm away. Let's be honest. Win-win. Loves it. Um, it's like hectic because she's got to look after the kids well, as much answer, as she always does when I'm home anyway. Do you see a FaceTime call, mate? Or? No, mate. She does not She does not do video. She answers FaceTime. I've had this so if you had an audio call, she'd pick up the phone. Yep, totally. We chatted on the way here. Mate, we do talk. Okay. We chatted on the way here. Yeah. 
But at FaceTime, she'll put the phone down on a table. I'll be looking at the roof. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and then but, she'll go and get the kids. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> if you are Not in her contract, sitting in the Stephen call. Phoenix stand watching Bathurst yeah. um, and you've got the one screen, well, this whole second screen is still a big thing, but not just Twitter and Facebook. Fox Vision was an app they launched last year, mm-hmm. Fox Sports, and I loved it last year because they had this augmented reality thing. But to be honest, it's interesting. I was all in on that, but they said the feedback they got was it was a bit clunky, hard to use, and people kind of didn't understand it. And I understand that. So I was disappointed they got rid of that. And actually I thought, why the hell I haven't got the AR kit and using it? But anyway, what the two big features I think are useful to talk about are, firstly, um, the 3D track map is still there, but they've now got live telemetry. So you see the 3D map of the mountain, you can see the top 10 driving around it, but also you can now click on the, each of the cars and you can see the telemetry. So you can see what gear they're in, oh. what speed they're going. It's all live data. But, mate, the other thing they've done is Does they Formula have, One have that? Yes. They do. Yeah, for, mate, Formula One, like it's next level stuff. You can see... So how does this compare? Create, oh, it's nowhere near as good as the Formula One, app, okay. I'll be honest. Right. But this is pretty good for you know a free app, and you don't have to be a Foxtel subscriber, by the way. It's a free app. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing they've done is they've installed two 180 degree cameras. One of them is in pit lane. The other one is at Forest Elbow as you drive onto the straight, which is the slowest point of the track. Mm-hmm. And you can open up your phone and you can look around because it's a 180 degree camera. So you could watch a car coming down pit lane and watch him drive past by moving your phone yeah. live, well, like live 180 degree cameras. Yeah. I think oh, it's interesting they haven't done anything else in the last year that I know of. Because I, I think when we talked about this last year, we thought, what could they do with the football? What could they yeah. do with other sports? And it's interesting they haven't been able to do anything with other sports, but it's massive. It's great for rev heads this weekend who are enjoying the race on the TV. Yeah, I think you could probably, like, if, if you were watching like a football match and you could maybe sort of have a, a live view and just clicking on different players, seeing there how many tackles they've made, how many yards yeah. they've made, that's possible. Why haven't they done that? Fox are obviously loving their motorsports, not yeah. their rugby league. Well, it's a, it's a big investment for them. Um, probably not as much as the rugby league. Anyway, it's called Fox Vision. It's free on Android and iOS. You don't have to be a Foxtel customer. You can be watching on free-to-air and enjoy it. Check it out. Uh, details at EFTM.com. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. When's the last time you had a Domino's pizza? Have you, have you a within, Domino's pizza within, No, we get a local. We've got two local joints we use, but we've had yeah. Domino's in the last six months probably. Yeah, there's a Domino's here as well. Well... Uh, they're in the news. Mate, how hungry because... am I right now because you've said that? Yeah. I... <laughs> like massive. I haven't eaten all day. I'm massively hungry. Haven't yeah. had dinner? I haven't had lunch. I'll see if there's any leftovers here for you, mate. Christ, I didn't have breakfast. Jeez, you're wasting away to nothing, mate. No, I've got a few days reserve. <laughs> well, uh, the reason we're talking about Domino's is because they have become one of their stores in Plumpton, which is in Sydney's west. They've just installed the world's biggest... Tesla Powerwall 2 battery array. They're trying for, to take on South Australia. So, yeah, they, they're building the massive thing for South Australia. But Domino's have created this array so that there are no solar panels in this store. There's just the, the array set up in the, in the business that are charged overnight from the grid. So when the cheap, when electricity is cheap... Hang on, I thought this came from Natural Solar, so I assume no, they put solar in. Natural Solar is the company that installed it. But they uh, set it up in such a way where it gets its power from the grid. So it generates... Off-peak. Yeah, off-peak power overnight. So when the store's shut, batteries are recharging off the grid. I think it generates 135 kilowatt hours of power. And when during the day, during store hours, when when obviously electricity is a a lot more expensive, it's powering the fridges, the freezers, the ovens, the lights, the the whole kit and caboodle. So it is totally using battery power 
to cook, I think it can cook up to 90,000 pizzas a year, 27,000 loaves of garlic bread using mate, this I am Tesla so hungry. Right. Yeah, make you even more hungry. You know, but late at night it is, there'll be no pizza joints open now. It is, oh, there'll be, you might find some. For sure there will be. But look, this is an interesting yard here. Natural Solo is the company that did the installation, and it's it's a world first. They're saying the largest commercial Tesla Powerwall 2 installation ever created. So it's 10 batteries, and pricing would be, I think, what what would one of those batteries cost? They're about eight, eight to no, 10 No, no, they're a lot less. Um, they're like four or five. Okay, so times 10, so we're talking $50,000. a $100,000 installation. Yeah, and I think this is a, 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 obviously like a test case for Domino's and they'll no doubt roll it out to other stores if, if it's a success, which I'm mm. sure it will be. But you think about the, the amount of energy they're going to save and, and those savings are going to be poured back into the business and to keep pizzas cheap. So next time you bite into a Domino's pizza, it could be a battery-powered pizza created by batteries. Not, not. Battery-powered pizza. <laughs> Battery-powered pizza. Because when you said it, you knew you sounded stupid, right? Well, it was it, it was created using battery power, so it's fair to call it a battery-powered pizza rather than electricity-powered pizza. Batteries are electricity. Are you hungrier now? <laughs> I'm massively hungry. But anyway, yeah. details of Domino's uh, crazy, crazy world is at uh, techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Stephen, why have you been away, mate? The number of emails I've gotten says, where's Stephen's Minute Reviews? <laughs> Honestly, I can count them on, on like if I had if I'd my hand chopped off, I, 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 could, I could still count them. This is the part of the show I think a lot of people forward to, you know. Did you know that? Mate, no, one's, no one's fast forwarded here. <laughs> Hello, is anyone still listening? <laughs> they still, <laughs> have we got anyone listening still? We should, we should do. We should put a code word at the end of the show. What is this I wake up with today? No, no, but a code word to say, right, if you're really listening... Tell us the last three code words that we've said right at the very end. Well, hang so, on. What's the prize? I don't know. No, the well, prize is our appreciation. They're, they're no, listening. Go to your office and find something we can give away. <laughs> Think about it now. There's a, there's a prize. Give away? Well, sure. let's do it ad hoc. Some phone cases maybe or – but well, we've got to think of a code word too. No, no, that's easy. We'll come up with that later. Okay. But can I do the reviews first or we're going to do oh, – we're going to okay, talk I'll, about this? I'll leave a prize. You think about it. Oh, the, the Stormtrooper outfit. Uh, no, that won't be happening. The Jaybird Run earphones. Now, these are wire-free earphones. Jaybird is Australian company, by the way, doing very it pretty to be minute business. reviews, remember? Jaybird Run earphones are wire-free, so designed by runners for runners. But if you're not a runner, don't worry. You can still enjoy these these headphones, these earphones. He looked at me when he said that, folks. And no, I didn't. And they, they look the 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 whole design. They're, they're they're quite light and small. I'm thinking, wow, these are wire free. So in this little earbud is a battery, is a speaker driver, is a Bluetooth radio as well, all in this little earbud. And they're no bigger than a regular earbud that you'd find connected to another earbud with through just wireless with with a cable. So that that astounded me. But then when I listened to them, I was so impressed with the sound quality. They've done a great job here creating a terrific sound, really nice clarity. The bass level really, really impressed. And if you can fit all of that in this small earbud that is really comfortable to wear, by the way, there's a silicon tip, there's a little a, a, a little fin, a little wing, so it sits in there really nicely, really securely. Uh, and I was so impressed with how, how well they sounded, how nicely they were designed. There's a, they've got a coating on them as well, so they're waterproof, uh, water-resistant and sweat-proof. So if you're running with these or in the gym, it can handle all of that. They also come in this really cool charging case, pretty similar to the AirPods, where 
on their own, they've got four hours of battery, pop them back in the case, you've got enough power to charge them again two times over. So all up, you're going to get 12 hours of power. So it's all day if you're listening to them all day from the charging case. And I think they're at a reasonable price too. $249 is is in the AirPod territory and in the same territory as these other wire-free earbuds. But in terms of sound quality and design and just the sheer size of them, you get some that are actually pretty bulky. These are small and sound great Jaybird Run, two hundred and forty nine bucks. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. We owe we owe everyone like minutes of that back because <laughs> mate, you've forgotten the minute reviews. Okay, but I, next I, up, I, mate, I talked it as minute reviews, not minute reviews. Is that what you had in mind? Minute? minute. Did you mean you, minute as you, in one minute? You are. I, I always thought it was minute. You like are smaller. a complete <laughs> idiot. Honestly. But this okay. one, I'm lucky this works because a courier threw it at my front door. Um, <laughs> it is. Does it bounce? It still works. No, but okay. I'm just. I'm going to start off here and say the Sphero Mini is bloody awesome because it's under 100 bucks. It's a great toy. It's not just a toy that rolls around the ground. You can actually just play it with an app, so it's like a controller. And mate, it does it's so much mini- more. Do you know what? It does so much more than I've ever used a Sphero for. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. The Sphero we all know and love the the Sphero ball, ro- the robotic ball. And you can drive that around and have a lot of fun with that. There's a lot of other apps you can use with it. But this one, out of the box, you can drive it like you would normally would. You can also drive what they call tilt function. So you can use your phone, tilt it left and it goes left, tilt it right, etc. You can also do the slingshot mode. Have you done that? You set up, you get little 10 pins and witches hats. Slingshot, so it's like you pull back a slingshot and boom, off it goes. It's like a little bowling alley. But... You can also do face drive. Have you done this? Stupid. Face drive. So to go backwards and forwards, you need to make a face like a happy face or a sad face. And then to go left and right, you just tilt, tilt your head and, and steer it around. I think Every other really, feature is awesome. You do look pretty stupid doing that it. That one's just a, that's a marketing gimmick. It is fun. And, and and the good thing about it, it's about the size of a golf ball. I, I sort of had took a photo of an extra golf ball there. And it's available in a number of colours as well. And the good thing about it too is I think, I think you've already mentioned the price, have you? Seventy nine ninety five. It's pretty cheap. So uh, I think it's going to be a great Christmas gift. And anyone who wants to have a little bit of fun with this Ferro Mini, little mini robotic ball, seventy ninety five. I don't think you can go wrong. Bloody oath. It's endorsed by both the blokes talking tech. Details at techguide.com.au. Well, we've given our guts. Um, given our guts? Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, given our guts given to our the guts. show. Given, given our, our guts. guts to the show. What? Okay. How you do you not know what that means? We've had a good show. Okay. Well, we've put a lot of effort into the show. A lot of effort into the show. Okay. I've got a lot of guts, so, you know, okay. it's a lot of effort. Yeah. I've heard that people say that to me. You're brave. You've got a lot of guts. And you thinking, didn't know what I'm it thinking, meant. No, I do know what it meant. Yeah. You're giving it out. Given it. I think you said it a different way than I would have said it. How's Ryan Seacrest? Given it. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's good. Texting you? No, but he's recording some interesting little things for us, though. Isn't he? Is can he I on play voice? one for you? Is he on VoiceBot? Can, yeah, I, like, can, no, can we follow him uh, now on VoiceBot? I uh, don't think he's there, but he's using it. He's using it for his show, right? For the American Top Forty okay. and his other. Uh, so, like, you can send him requests shows. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, rather than you sort of just sending an email, yep. you can. Uh, it's ideal for FM stations in that way. Absolutely yeah. right. Where you know they don't. Uh, I'm just trying to find a little thing he recorded for us. Back on the 21st of September and... Is this a Two Blokes Talking Tech exclusive? Uh, it is. No, hang on. No, that wasn't it. Huh? I'm trying to find it. Bear it's with me. Good radio. It's a good podcast. <laughs> like people, are like, people are like, oh, well, you'll take life over. It's okay, I've got this rubbish. <laughs> no, I can't find it. 
but I'll have to go back physically through my emails. Oh, well, that's, that's a massive, you're a massive tease. No, Honestly, I'll get it. I'll get it. You can, well, you, you know what you fill, can do? Phil, Phil, Trevor. I'm filling, mate. What do you think I'm doing? Phil. Just so you know, I could probably edit it in later too if you wanted. Okay, you could just well, email it to me. I could edit no, it in. I'm going to play it right <laughs> off my phone to you because because he doesn't trust me with the audio. Landed, the day we landed in Vegas was the day we got this bit of audio where we were sort of shouting out shout out for content using VoiceBot yeah, for yeah. American Top Forty, and it's coming up soon. Yeah. I'm, I'm eventually. Stephen's literally scrolling through his phone here, folks, and it's been awesome yeah, no, watching him do it. it. And uh, that's still not it, mate. But that's okay. Whatever, whatever oh, you reckon, mate. Man, where is yeah. It? The problem is you've got threaded messages, do you, mate? Oh, Are they threaded? Man. So it's probably been replied to since then, no, and therefore it's somewhere else in your inbox. How riveting would this be to listen to if you're out for a run? You know, oh, that was good. That was good information. But now, this last bit is rubbish. Here we go. Here we go. Next time you want to make an AT40 request, you can literally be on the show and hear yourself making the request by using the new Voice Byte app. Voice Byte, it's a social media game changer because you post with your voice. And let's be honest, there's no way to say something like actually saying something. It's the best way to make AT40 requests because it's like having a studio mic in your pocket. Just add hashtag AT40 song request in the title, record it, post it on social, and turn on push notifications to find if you made it on air. And you can tell your friends to tune in. It's AT40. Wow, that's pretty Boom. awesome. Boom, baby. Boom, baby. Yeah, we, right. we actually met him too. He's a lovely guy. We had a few minutes with him. He was pretty good. Well done. Yeah. Well, we're very happy for you, Stephen. Voice yeah. bite. Download it now. Yeah, right, yeah, well, that's enough from us. Uh, I think we should probably do it again next week, mate. Absolutely. Well, I'm oh, in Korea next week, so oh, yeah. I don't think we're going to be able to do it. I leave on Tuesday and come back on Sunday. So unless we're doing it over very the nice. phone. Korea apparently has really fast internet, so I might, we might be able to do it over the internet if you want to. Well, what do our listeners think of that? I don't know. I think we put it to a vote. Should okay? we record? Should we record? It'll be a Skypey. Or the, I won't have the, do we wait? I won't have the problems of my home connection here with a rubbish upload speed. That is true. I'll have a very solid speed. So what do you think? Oh. Something's better than nothing. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. I think that's probably the case. Something's better than nothing. We'll go back to the good old days when well, when you never yeah. bothered to cross the bridge. <laughs> well, how many? Like, is it now? Is it? A couple of months. years, mate. It's, it's, it, I think January will be two years since we've been doing it in person. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah. I think the our, our strike rate in terms of you know the the amount of times we meet and compared yeah. to the ones we no, do. I think it's good because people people will know that it was you that let us down, not me. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. I know last week we didn't do it because I was away, but uh, and enjoy career. It's a rubbish place. Is- <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Well, I'm going with uh, Samsung. You nah, it was it was it was. An I've been there before. Place. I've been I there before, like but not that. as a tech journalist. I've been there as a, when I was a sports editor. Oh, it'd, it'd be yeah. interesting if they take you up into the the big tall building, the new 400 story building. Because <laughs> 400, 400 meters, 400 meters. You know, it's big. It's really big tall building. Big, all right. Because you, you, you might you might need to go there on your own time because it's got LG OLEDs in the in the lift, so they probably won't want to take you in there. Okay, they might have to blindfold me. But <laughs> it's. Amazing! You've got to go up there. Yeah, I'm going with Samsung. You've been with LG. I'm going yeah. with Samsung. But um, also stay away from the Kim Jong. Yeah. Well, no, I'll be keeping away from the border. Yeah. But um, yeah, 400 floor. Well, that'd be interesting. No, good. Good thing about Korea, mate, is if there's any issue with Kim Jong, mate, you'll just see the rocket going over. Just be not, over top. Yeah, yeah, heading right. to America. Heading to it's Australia. on its way. <laughs> no, mate. He's, I think he's going to smash America before. You think so, John? But, but like, just just to. Talk about that a little bit, but the last the last <laughs> missile to fired, digress is what you're the about. last missile he fired went over Japan. Yeah, well, mate, he's a fruit if a, if a loop. Missile, if a missile went over Australia, we'd all, mate, war. I'd be we're in a war. bunker. Yeah. I'd be we're in a war. bunker. So what's doing? I don't think that is the criteria. 
Well, but we'd be freaking out mate, for sure. If, I'm telling you now, if a missile flew over Australia, say he flew, shot a missile over Australia into Antarctica. I don't think he's got that. Well, anyway, yeah, go on. as an example, right? That would be almost an act of war. Mate, and be... in America, because America is our ally, Trumpy would be would be all over it. I'll tell you where I'd be. Sweden. <laughs> yeah, he says Switzerland, neutral country. No, Sweden, it's a great place. It's yeah. the middle of nowhere. Okay. Yeah, but it's if I'm there, if I see him, I'll have a chat to him. Because think about it, you've got your missile, right? Big thing, and you've got like, I imagine a big wheel where you wind it to make it go different different directions and up and down, right? <laughs> so a big wheel. <laughs> like, you know? like the side side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just winding up a wheel, right? So we're we're point okay, we're pointing at uh, we're pointing at Sweden. Nah, go German. Like they're gonna go someone other than Sweden, right? If yeah. they're pointing at Europe, then Sweden's tenth on the list. He hasn't been testing lately though, has he? Mate, he's, I think he's, he's been a bit, a bit testy, though. No, I think I think that they're. Um, I know in Korea, they're. I think they're starting a massive public holiday period now. There's like ten day public holidays. Mate, I don't think they have days off there. Well, I heard someone on the radio today saying that it's a period of of, of holiday in in Korea. Whether that applies to North Korea, I'm not sure. But no, maybe Kimmy, Kim Jong Un is having a bit of a break. Maybe he's having a nap. Yeah. He's probably having some cocoa pops. Maybe send him a Sphero Mini just so to keep him occupied. Oh, yeah, so he can practice send flicking it, the thing it, and practice it, flicking well, something. Better a Sphero Mini than a bloody ICBM. Send him a send him the Anki Overdrive. Send him all these tech toys to keep him keep him you know, occupied. Well, do you want to send him a clip from the Today Show this morning and see what he wants? Yeah, see, see what he wants for Christmas. Get get our mates at Mac Gear just to send him some stuff. <laughs> Might prevent him from firing off a missile. How are we going to get it get to him, him, Dennis Robin? Get him an R2-D2 from Sparrow and a BB-9E. Mate, can we not send him anything combatic? Right? <laughs> yeah, Even Anki Overdrive has combat. Uh, well, how about the, no, the car? Cosmo. The, the, yeah, the Cosmo. Lightning McQueen. Yeah, I think it would keep him occupied. Definitely. That's the solution. Don't, no sanctions. Don't threaten to, threaten to wipe him off. Like, what did Trump say? He goes, we're going to have to destroy North Korea. No. How no. It? How good is it? He send says, him, we're going to wipe him no, off the face you of the know earth. What should do? Send him an iPhone 10 a week early. That'll keep him <laughs> occupied. Send him an iPhone 10 or Samsung, send him a, a send him the S9, S9 six months early and they'll yeah. go, look what I've got. And he'll spend all the time bragging to his mates that he's got this phone six months early and he won't be firing off rockets. Hasn't the Trump thing gone downhill? Yeah. What the Trump thing? You mean the Trump presidency? Yeah, yeah, it has its moments, doesn't it? Like he it hasn't uh, really lived up to anything, has well, it? No, I, I think the latest, the latest thing this week was how he was talking. I think it was in Puerto Rico after the he hurricane. Was throwing he goes, toilet and he was saying, "What we guys? What, what do you guys have? How many deaths? Sixteen? The bloke said we 16. had many more. Sixteen years off. Katrina was huge. Hurricane was what? Much bigger than that. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you cost us a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, disasters are a pissing contest. Oh man, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it's. But yet he hasn't. Uh, he, he he hasn't he, hit he the can, button on the no, nukes. No, when I was in the states, it was a big the big thing. When I was over there recently, with the big thing, the argument about the players. Remember how he brought the NFL yeah. players kneeling during the anthem, and you know, not, not respecting the anthem, the flag, and he was outraged, outraged, and tweeting, "It's a disgrace." But yet, a month earlier, when people are you know sprouting hate and driving cars into people. It was nowhere near outrage. He was saying, oh, there's good people on both sides. Like, what the hell? We're talking about America here. This is a country that gets up in arms over a bunch of people who are unhappy about a statue and a bunch of people that want to keep it. But they literally, they're literally blowing up about it. But they don't give a rat's that a bloke can get forty frigging machine yeah, guns know, to his name. I know. That, I mean, they're that, they're whacked out. That country get, is stupid. And 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 you know, the sad thing about it is that 
gun sales will go up after oh, this. Yeah. They'll think it's oh, recorded. Oh, it happens. The people like half like uh, of all the people that you hear uh, of the the number of people you hear saying ban semi-automatic rifles, ban these things, ban, ban, ban. There'll be more people saying, I need to get a gun now. Yeah. If I had a gun, I'd protect myself. The last thing I'll say is, have you noticed they still haven't put Trump photos up at the airports? Yeah, I did notice that. Where I used to that? always Why wave to Barack as I came down the escalators at, at LAX. Maybe you didn't want There's it. no Trumpies. Do you think so? Well, well, well I think well, that's a sign that? of disrespect from the border force. Well, well, why would they do that? Isn't it sort of part of the whole? Pretty sure they is? they know how to print photos. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Why isn't there photos of Trump? That's a very interesting question. Every other president, you see his head there, eh? Yep. But not Trumpy. Yep. Maybe he didn't want it. Oh, oh yeah, right. Donald Trump's going to knock back a photo at every airport. Well, maybe he didn't want that. You just you just don't. Know I don't the see reason. Trumpy signing a no vote on that one. Yeah, I suppose you walk out and you see all the buildings with his name on it. So. Him not, him not having yeah. his photo at the airport doesn't worry him. Two blokes talking rubbish. See you next Oh, no, we won't see you next week. We'll wait for the vote. I'll Skype you. Okay. Well, hopefully talk to you next week. It's up to the people. It's up to the people to decide. I'm sure they're going to vote yes, mate. How can they be without this great Do you know content? what I've discovered? You know when we say to people, tweet us and so stuff? So we haven't finished yet. We're still going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know when we say to people, tweet us and stuff, and we get like two tweets. Yeah. If you actually end the show, you get lots of tweets. <laughs> Yeah, if you end the show. Yeah, like with... I, when I, I I recorded a podcast oh, last mean, night yeah, and said this, I'm not doing this anymore. Doing anymore yeah. And everyone's like, oh, that's, that's sad. I'll listen to the next one. Like everyone's now saying something. So yeah. you could have tweeted me over the last few years. That would have been nice. That would have been good. But we are, this will be. We're the, kind of needy. Let's be honest. We're needy. This will be the last Two Blokes Talking Tech podcast for this week. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you thought it might be October. No, we're going to no, do that one. I, I, missed, I missed the opportunity there. But, yeah, uh, yeah. The last tech, Two Blokes Talking Tech podcast for. The, it's definitely uh, the last. Week oh, no, I, but I can genuinely tell you it's the last 317th episode. Absolutely right. We're up to 318 next week. Thanks for listening. High sense of Nitgear. Thanks for your support and hope the, our listeners are supporting those companies that and, support us. And if, you st- if you've fallen asleep with what we've said, wake up! <laughs>